everyone, it's Sandy Cruz from Sandy K Nutrition, health and lifestyle queen. And I'm here to show you that balanced living works. This is especially for all you ladies over 40. We will cover a range of exciting topics with many special guests and I really look forward to this season. Bye for now. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 16 of Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. And this week I have Susan Ritt. She is the owner of Misfit for Life. It is a private, personal training gym. So it is not a large gym. She trains athletes and she trains me. And she's been training me for over two years and her and I have developed uh, an amazing friendship, and she is my entire motivation for getting back into exercise, really. And this lady has over 30 years of experience in the fitness industry, and let me tell you, you would never, ever be able to guess her age. This woman is fitness through and through. So I will be speaking with her about women over 40 exercise, um, yeah, so she's coming up, but I wanted to give you a little brief history of my relationship with exercise. I never really had one, so there. I was about hmm, 105 pounds throughout all of my 20s, and then after kids, uh, after my both my kids, not that much more, but I always, um, I think I was always that skinny fat girl, if that makes any sense. And you hear that term all the time, but I never had any muscle. I never worked out. I also was a smoker, believe it or not. I am an ex-smoker. I quit smoking in my 30s, long, long time ago, seeing as I'm 50 now. And I'm glad I did it back then. Um, but yeah, I was not a big exerciser. But when I did quit smoking, I heard how people gain weight. And why do they gain weight? Because they substitute one addiction with another. I've seen it. I've seen it around me. And yeah, they do say that smoking does speed up your metabolism a little bit. And a 10 pound weight gain might happen, which is what happened with me. However, if you gain more than 10 pounds, then it's you. It's not the smoking trust me. So um, I then took up jogging and I, I really enjoyed it. I just enjoyed the freedom of just getting out into the trails and jogging. I, I really enjoyed it. Then I had thyroid cancer and I found my stamina really, really was not the same. And so I took up Pilates. Then I had um, an injury with Pilates on my Achilles tendonitis. And so I had to stop. I was doing the reformer Pilates, which I still think is an amazing type of Pilates. I also did some yoga and I enjoyed both. Um, but then when I had that injury, it was really, really tough to do the reformer Pilates that's on that machine. So eventually, and it was impossible to jog. So eventually I did something called PRP therapy. It's platelet rich 
or plasma-rich platelets or something, PRP. Anyway, what it does is it, they take your own blood, they separate the platelets in a centrifuge and inject those platelets back into the injury to promote healing. Well, guess what? It worked. It really did. It took about six to eight months, but it worked. I would highly, highly recommend it for anybody who has an old injury to see a sports therapist doctor that does PRP or specializes in PRP because I do know that it doesn't necessarily work if it's not injected right back into the exact same spot where the injury occurred. So there you go. Then I found after I had my thyroid removed, I was up and down. So, you know, I did exercise. And finally, after the injury healed on my Achilles, I, from a girlfriend, heard about Susan's gym. I'm not a big box gym person. I'm just not. And I'm not knocking it. If it's for you, great. I feel that everybody needs to have some form of exercise other than walking. I think walking is really important. But women my age, bottom line is you need to move your body. You have to. However it works for you. And I actually talked about this in my previous um episode on hormones with Dr. Lara Spector. We talked about exercise and your adrenals and the connection and how it can actually be very good for your adrenals. It can be bad for your adrenals if you're stressing the hell out of them. But you need to move. A simple stroll with your dog is not enough when you're over 45. I don't care who you are. You need to exercise. We are designed to move, people. So I found Susan and I started with her gym. And the funny thing is, um, she told me afterwards that her and a couple of the other trainers that would train me were like, hmm, Sandy does not like to feel uncomfortable, (laughs) which is absolutely true. I am not a fan of being uncomfortable. And personal training can be uncomfortable because you have somebody pushing you in a way that more often than not, you're going to not be able to push yourself. I mean, I'm not saying everybody's like that, but I'm like that. I need to be pushed. And so that's what Susan did for me. So I see her regularly. I treat it as though it's an appointment. We do a mix of everything. We do a mix of cardio. We do a mix of strength. And I am really strong, people. I'm stronger than I ever was in my life. And I truly, truly owe it all to her. And now I am going to cut on through to that interview with Susan Ritt. Here she is. Hi everyone, welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. And for today's episode, I have with me Susan Ritt, the owner of Miss Fit for Life, who is a certified personal trainer with over 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. Welcome, Susan. Hi, thank you so much. Glad to be here and chatting with you today. Yes, I'm very excited. Susan and I have um, now an over two-year history, and I have been working out with Susan. She is my personal trainer, and 
I cannot say enough great things about her studio. Thank you. So I wanted to interview Susan because specifically for women over 40, exercise is crucial. And in my preamble, I talked a little bit about my relationship with exercise. I didn't really have one until I was about 38. And um, really now at this point in my life, I can't see myself ever stopping. So I love what I do with Susan, and I would like to Susan to tell all of us here, what is your story, and how did you get into fitness in the first place? Oh, sure. Um, when I was younger, I, I was, uh, I'm from an ethnic family, and food was a huge deal. Um, nobody, nobody in the family, going back years, was um, underweight. We're all very, very heavy. Um, liked our, our high fat foods and I was always a chubby chubby kid and I never liked sports I was always felt intimidated and uh, short and chunky and then finally I guess I was in my 20s where I just had had enough I tried all the different diets and didn't stick to anything and I started weight training and I just totally loved it it was very individual I wasn't competing with anybody else, and it was something I was good at, um, and I never stopped doing it. Uh, from then on, I, I started competing. It became extremely important to me, um, and I started coaching people and giving them tips and tricks, and finally, I was able to do it full-time as, um, as my job and profession and uh, able to open up a studio, and I just feel that... Uh, Muscle, having muscle in your body is um, absolutely of prime importance, almost the fountain of youth, really. And if you're not exercising, I, I just don't feel I have a choice. I don't think any women, women or men have a choice. Um, the other options, if you're completely sedentary, are not good ones. Right. So uh, I've been into it ever since. Yeah, and, and guys, this isn't a video uh, podcast, but I mean, I'll... You can look up Susan. I mean, it's amazing. This woman looks amazing. And I'm younger than her, and I strive to look like her. So there you go, Susan. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So, okay. So tell, I mean, you, you have so much experience. Now, what would you say is the most important reason that a woman nearing menopause or in perimenopause start an exercise regime? Because you're going to get um, too much fat on your body. If you're eating the same as you did in your 20s and 30s and you're approaching menopause, you're going to start noticing a belly is happening. Um, and even though you may not be eating a lot, your muscle is starting to turn into fat. Um, every decade or so, you lose more muscle and it becomes fat. So your body is not going to look the same. Even if your weight is the same as it was when you were 30 and you're 50, your body is just not going to look the same. Um, having like more lean muscle tissue is really the most strategic method of increasing your uh, metabolism so you can burn more calories. I don't believe in eating 1,200 calories a day. I eat a lot more than that because I have more muscle on my body. Um, you can't go into little starving um, and not eating from, you know, the age of 40 and up. 
you have to have more lean muscle on your body and then you can eat yes which is important you need the nutrients yes yeah so what would you say is the connection between diet and exercise would you say it's really important to eat good like so it's not necessarily about the calories it's more about quality of food and exercise like what in your opinion is the connection because that's like the biggest argument all the time well you need both because if I wasn't to exercise at all um, then my lean muscle mass would uh, reduce significantly I'd look worse I have more fat on my body and um, you know I wouldn't be able if I was eating 15 or 16 or 1700 calories a day and not doing exercise I still wouldn't look very good, I wouldn't be very strong, and I wouldn't have energy. Um, because I'm burning about 400 calories a day in exercise, it allows me to eat a little bit more um, and still have that muscle mass on me. But otherwise, you really have to reduce your caloric intake, and uh, you, you just look better when you have lean muscle, and you can eat more. So that's why you need to do both. Mm-hmm. You can eat, eat more if you exercise. Mm-hmm than if you don't exercise. <laughs> exactly. So why work with a trainer versus on your own? Because um, too many people don't really know what um, what their form should be. They can't really see themselves that well while they're exercising. Um, and they have to be very careful of, of lower back, shoulders, necks, knees, all of these things start to get start to go as you get older. You only have one set of joints your whole life, um, and people do things incorrectly over and over again. I have women coming to me with huge knee problems because they've always squatted incorrectly. They've always lunged the wrong way, and once I once we work on on engaging your glutes and not your knee, the pain goes away. It's absolutely amazing. Their knees are no longer an issue. Uh, once they learn not to use their neck when they're supposed to be exercising their abs, it opens up a whole new world for a lot of people. Um, so they really have to be watched and shown what to do. And, and many people come to me with existing injuries and, um, <clears throat> and diseases and joint issues, and they think that they can't exercise. But they actually can if they do it correctly. Um, so that's, that's not an excuse. I would definitely agree with that because now after over two years of working out with you, I know you'll, I'll be like, Oh, Oh no, my elbow's hurting. And then you'll be like, no, no, no. Put it in your bicep. What are you doing? And so, <laughs> I know. I know. It's, and it's really about muscle and mind together. Yes. You really have to think about if you're doing a bicep curl, you have to really think about that bicep. Are you actually contracting it or are you just, you know, throwing your arm around? Um, everything you're doing, you've got to, you've got to really put your head into the body part that's you're supposed to be feeling it. Yes. Um, if you don't feel it in that body part, you're doing it wrong. So stop, Yeah. you know, you've got to be focused. I couldn't agree with you more on that. And it took a bit of time and effort to learn how to do that. But I learned that from you. So there you go. That's one thing. But also you push me. Like, yeah. That's the other thing. It makes you work harder. 
Yeah. You're put to work harder. Um, and also a trainer can change it up and make it and make it more interesting and, and more fun. And it also tricks the body when you're not doing the same thing every single time. And we alternate a lot between hit um hit programs and and we go into all different sorts of things we throw cardio in part way creativity is really important um to relieve boredom you also get better results with creativity um oh i agree i agree and our, our workouts are definitely fun so you know you you mentioned hit can you explain exactly what hit is it is high intensity interval training. That's what it stands for. So it's very um, cardio intense, and it's not not everyone can do it. And uh, women over forty and that, depending on the shape you're in, it's hit is great, but you can't just do hit. It could be too tough on the body. So I like to throw in some depending on the client, but I like to alternate between that and stretching and actual um, muscle isolation, you know, and just very, doing different things all the time because hip can be high impact. And we all know high impact can hurt knees and, you know, and your joints jumping up and down. It's not good. Okay. So for a woman who is in her 40s or even 50s, you would do a combination of all of these things? Yes, and that's what I mean, like... You and ask me about cross CrossFit yeah. is a whole different line of training. It's extremely intense, um, and I wouldn't recommend it for for um, a woman my age. But I mean, I'm I'm sixty. But cross training, I would recommend, and that and that encompasses hit and uh, and you know regular uh, strength training and bits of cardio and training variety. You know, okay, like that's using, what we do, right? Uh, like using a ball, using um, uh, the gliders, using a BOSU, and then using regular weights. That's cross training. Okay. Yeah, that's too. Yeah. Okay, and then how often do you recommend a woman late forties or forties, fifties to work out? I really like four times a week. Um, I think if you can do four times a week, you're going to see differences in about two weeks. Okay. Uh, and, and with intensity as well. Um, then you're going to really, you're really going to see it a lot quicker than if you don't come as often. Okay. At, le- at least three times a, a week is good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask you, so... <sighs> What if somebody came to you who has never worked out in their life, is obese, so not just a little bit overweight, but obese, like how would you even train with an individual who came to you in like who's who's kind of at the end of their rope, like they don't even know what to do anymore? Yeah, well, that's a beginner. That's just classified as a beginner. Yeah. Uh, so if you do all foundational movements, it's all push and pull movements. So um, you just start off, there's all kinds of, first of all, we have to evaluate them and see how they move um, and see if we notice any deficiencies or areas that are um, areas that are really problem areas. 
And we start off very slowly and very carefully. Obviously, working a lot on, on their posture and stretching. Um, and just right from the beginning, light, light weights. And uh, yeah, it's a very, very careful process. So it's just, it's basically called the foundation process. And once they've built that foundation, then we start to add, add more and we start to look at um, building their muscles and then burning. We do cardio, um, but we don't do build and burn when they first come in. We do foundation only. Okay. Okay. Good to know. And I guess for people that you don't know who come in and say they have severe adrenal fatigue or something like that, you would start with that as well and see what you're able to do with that person. Yes, absolutely. I wouldn't start start them in heavy cardio, and we don't want to stress their adrenals. Right. Um, they can that they can definitely still work out. You know, there's nothing to stop them from doing a few push ups and some squats. Um, and yes, and see how it goes. Okay. Now, okay, you are different from a typical gym. You are a private training studio only. So in terms of, I mean, there's, it's not a big gym. And in terms of what, like, what are you allowed to do today or next week or whatever in terms of our, all of these constrictions that we have right now with COVID, what are you allowed to do? Are you open now? Is it all virtual? Like what can people, how can they contact you and how can they work out with you? Okay, I'm doing both right now. I do have a lot of online clients, um, especially seniors um, who are concerned about COVID. But I'm open um, because I'm not uh, open to the public. I'm only here by myself with a client. So it's two people in about 2,000 square feet. So it's very easy to maintain social distance and to clean after each client I'm staggering appointments so that they're not all they're not coming in together and we're doing social distancing we have sanitizers soaps clients can bring in their own mats if they want to they can wear their masks uh, and gloves it's up to them but they are, will be picking up all their own weights. I'm not handing weights to anybody. And when they're finished, I keep all their weights in a pile and clean them. So I know exactly what they've been using. Um, so it's been, it's been absolutely fine. Yes, I can attest to that because I've been in and I love it. And I walk in and all the weights I'm going to use are set out for me, <laughs> all clean. So for those of you who are concerned... I can say there is no reason for concern because uh, Susan does not operate a giant big box gym. So that's good to know. Yeah, we also have, um, we can open the garage in the back uh, where the studio is and it lets in a lot of air and ventilation. So there, it's, um, it's very airy in, in the studio. Wonderful. It's a great place. So is there any final thoughts or anything else that you'd like to add, Susan? Yeah, I just think that um, everybody responds differently to um, certain exercises. And you probably know your body um, 
better than anyone else. So if something feels wrong, um, you should definitely stop doing it. So I really work with people um, and with what they know about their own bodies to devise programs that aren't going to injure them and that are going to give us the best results. And I really feel that strength training is, is the best method to reshape and sculpt your body. Um, it's not going to happen with just cardio. You need to preserve your muscle mass. And um, if you work on your shoulders and your back, everyone thinks you have a small waist. <laughs> so tricks. There's tricks um, and tips on to what looks good. And we want to age. We want to age as strong as possible. And I always say stronger for longer. And we want to be able to carry lots of groceries and play with grandchildren and run up the stairs and not be feeble and frail um, with bones that are, are not dense and have osteoporosis. Right. And strength training preserves that bone density. Right. Um, and, and I will say, guys, like ladies, I should say, because this is mostly for ladies, this podcast. But what I will say I'm sure you've seen this, you know, your your mom or your grandma or or you know, any any time a woman is past menopause, what often happens is you can it's almost like that look of, you know, the skin and the bone and the muscle separating. Like I know it sounds really awful, but you know, I I personally don't want that. Let's just say. I want to look strong. I want to look taut. I want to look healthy. Like I look at Susan. Susan is 60 this month and I'm like shocked when I see her because you would never think it. So she's definitely an example of this. Exactly. And there's also what I do want to mention is there's the quick fix thing. Uh, I do not believe in that. Um, I believe in lifestyle and that if you can't If you can't maintain it, then it's not sustainable. So it's about working hard three to four times a week, intensely and consistently. That's what it's about. Yeah. It's about a 10-week challenge um, because that's just, that's not sustainable. Right. Because as soon as you stop, it's going to... Go yeah. back to where it was. So it's a, it's actually you you have to become a lifer. You have to be committed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. Thank you so much, Susan. I really appreciate you coming on today, and I will have your contact information in my show notes for anybody who would like to get in touch, or you can always email me. Thank you, Susan. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. Take care. Bye bye. Join me next week where I cover off more exciting topics. I hope to continue to engage you and excite you and show you that living in your 40s, 50s, and beyond can be exciting, balanced, and healthful. Bye for now.